Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I am your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and I am so excited to have you as my guest today, listening to my show with my amazing guests. I'm so excited. I called you guys guests when I have my own guest here. And as you know, every week, We try to educate, empower, inspire, and entertain you so you can live a fearlessly authentic life. Because in my opinion, if you're not living a fearlessly authentic life, what is life all about, right? We have to be true to ourselves. We have to overcome our obstacles and our fears so we can be our truest self. Because I believe, because I am the OG of Scaredy Cats, that if we are not living without fear, then, you know, we're not living our truest selves. So welcome to the show again, everybody from all of the countries that listen in. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, leave me a message, email me, all the things that you need to do for a podcast. You can listen to this podcast any place you want to listen to podcasts. And I appreciate you listening every single week. And before we start, I just wanted to talk about a plant-based company called Sakara that I've been using since I turned 60 last year. Um, so I'm now 61 and have been using this product and it makes me feel amazing. It's plant-based. The food is delivered to my home because I don't know how to cook. I don't like to cook, but I know that there's always a meal there for me. I know it's good for me and it just fits my schedule. I have a code for you to save 20% off XO Jody, go to Sakara, that's S A K A R A dot com. Use my code XO Jody and save 20% off on your first purchase. So here we go. Kim, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. It's been a while. I've been stalking you, following you, listening to you and your daughter. So um, for everybody, my guest today is Barstool Sports, Kim Hodges. You might know her as Content Kim from the podcast. Go ahead. Because I said so. Barstool Sports, because I said so. Because I said so. Mm -hmm. And we are going to get right into that. I just wanted to give you some background on Kim. Um, And you know what, Kim, I was reading this bio from you. And I loved it because I understand that because our lives are very similar in that way. Family is very important. So Content Kim worked for an advertising company before starting a family. She was a stay-at-home mom for 30 years while she raised her two kids in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. During the pandemic, her daughter started making videos of her and posting them on TikTok leading them to Barstool Sports as the first mother-daughter duo. The two of them now host a podcast called Cause I Said So and are enjoying working together in New York City. So exciting. What is the podcast about? The podcast is about a mother-daughter relationship. So just mine and Alex's relationship and kind of how we, it started out with her making fun of me. And then since since we've been, you know started doing the podcast, it's been more about how we interact with each other, which all mothers and daughters interact a lot alike. So yeah. everyone everyone kind of relates to it, and it's um, we try to add a little more information and give out some facts and things like that. But it's basically just about our relationship. I love that, and that's what really drew me to it. Um, it was actually my daughter who told me, and she's like, you have to listen to this podcast. You are going to relate to so many of the things that they talk about, and you know, you don't see too many. I don't know if there are any. You might be the only ones out there, a mother-daughter podcast, um, where you're really talking about things that matter to you, relationships, life, music, um, and just the funny things that daughters, I have two daughters. Um, One is the same age as Alex. Mm -hmm. And so we know that it is the most amazing relationship, but it also could be kind of 
um, trying at times, right? Yes, definitely trying at times. Yes. And I noticed, and that's really what Alex started doing at the beginning was saying, look at my mom, like, does your mom do this? So what are the funniest (laughs) things that she started doing where she was kind of picking on you in a very loving way? What was she, did you say, how did she do that? No. What was she like? What was she um, taking videos of oh, that she anything. put up on TikTok? I'm, yeah. First of all, she was doing these without me knowing, like, cause she's, you've got her, her hand, her phone in her hand a lot. And she's just kind of looks like she's not doing anything with it, but she was filming me and I didn't know it. So it'd be, it'd be anything from like ordering the groceries and having them delivered and me going through them kind of mad about it, or just, I don't know. I guess everything I do is sort of silly in her eyes. Like, why does she do it this way? But I, It'd be how I folded laundry or how I never sit down or how I interact with the dogs or well, you know, her taking my car, and bringing it back, you know, a day later. <laughs> and I bet you thought like, hey, Alex, like none of this stuff is like really funny to me. Like this is how I live my life. And I just think it's so interesting how when they get to be a certain age, they sort of stand back a little bit and reflect upon you. And it's it's in a very mature adult wise, like, look at the way my mom folds the clothes. How does your mom fold the clothes? And um, I think I saw a video of your husband. You were teaching. It was after you had your surgery on your finger mm-hmm. and your husband, you were teaching your husband how to fold the fitted sheets, which is a very difficult thing to do, but yes. you always how to do it. <laughs> so have you ever gotten angry at her? Oh, yes, definitely. There's been times when I'm kind of like, first of all, I could put on a little bit of makeup and I don't have to look that bad or that's not really funny. Like one night we came home really net late and it was my son, my husband and I, and we were all pretty much eating a cake almost with our hands because <laughs> we were hungry and she was videoing <laughs> the whole thing. And then she put it out there. It was. And so there's times when it's like, I think that's just not okay to do. <laughs> right. Some so of the things I say, I think that's, that was really just for you. Like that's kind of embarrassing. Don't do that. <laughs> so was that before you went to Barstool? Um, some of them were before, but not, not as much as since I've been there because pretty much every text sort of became a target at that point. Exactly. Yeah. So she was like, this is kind of funny. And I'm like, no, that really wasn't funny. (laughs) So let's go back to the pandemic. She's, she's living at home with you and tell me how the whole thing evolved, how you got onto Barstool and so on and so forth. Well, she was living in LA and so she had just recently quit her job. So she was just at home and she thought, well, I'll make these videos, but she was in an apartment by herself or with her husband. They came home. They didn't get to come home for a while. So she really missed us, I think. And then when she came home, she just was hanging out with me nonstop because they kind of been in that apartment by themselves. And that's how that started. So she just thought, well, instead of videoing me, this is a lot more interesting to video my mom. So she just started, that's how she started doing it. And then when she was home, she said, I'm going to send this into Barstool Sports, which I wasn't even sure what that was. I kind of just thought it was, you know, uh, funny videos of sport boo-boos. <laughs> and, then, and then when she came down and said, oh, my gosh, this is what's happening, I was like, okay. I mean, I just was kind of like not sure about it, but it just sounded fun. I, I heard her say that she thought it would be more fun to take videos of you than to continue to take videos of herself. So she must find you very <laughs> entertaining, which is really, really cute. I guess that's really cute. I mean, we get along really well. And and we also tell each other exactly what we think. So she doesn't hold back on anything. So when she thinks I'm doing something funny or, you know, like we can pick on each other pretty heavily and not get our feelings hurt. That's um, that's that's actually a good quality that you know that about each other. I think now that you're working together as a team, even mm-hmm. though I, I've heard that you refer to her as your boss. She's she, definitely my boss now. <laughs> <laughs> um, how has your relationship changed? It hasn't changed in a lot of ways, but when it comes to the the work part, she's very driven and she wants everything to be perfect. And so I've just learned to kind of not say anything and go with it. So like she'll re-record a podcast quite a few times till she gets it exactly how she wants it. And sometimes I'll think to myself, I thought it was pretty good, but I, I've learned just to say, okay, let's go with it and just always be up and ready to go for the next thing. The one thing I haven't 
accomplished very well is to do all the social media things. And that really frustrates her. But it is very hard to learn. Like TikTok is still foreign to me. And I'm still trying to figure out why anybody watches any certain video. So it's really hard to put anything out there. I I, I can relate. I want to really get into that. But I want to... I want to go back to how the journey started, if mm-hmm. you don't mind, just okay. so everybody who's listening um, could understand like how they go from living in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. to now they're living in New York and, and your whole situation, where you're living and so on. So she sent the video to Barstool. Uh-huh. They said, we love you. Come and interview with us. And then and that was it. It was that fast. It was really fast. Like she had a conversation with Gaz on the on the phone or on Skype, I think. And then, I mean, I was I was kind of oblivious to how that kind of went down. And then like the next day she did it with Dave and then she came down and was like, okay, that's it. So, and we weren't sure how that was going to work. So at first, <laughs> this is how it started. First, she said, oh, you can maybe be there just a week and then we can go back and forth. You don't need to move there. And then it was, I think you need to be here every couple of weeks. Like, Twice, two weeks out of the month. But I, so then I tried alternating every other month and that didn't work every other week. So then she said yesterday, I think you need to move here full time. (laughs) And I'm like, really? I think we need to figure this out a little bit more. So it's, we're still really trying hard to figure it out. Right. So I think what's so beautiful, cool, wonderful is I think a lot of women your age and you're 58, right? Mm hmm. Um, would say, wow, like this is such a cool opportunity to work with my daughter all the time. This this human that I gave birth to, who's now an adult, and now we get to like create content together and be together, like very, very cool. But then you are in New York now for two weeks out of the month, and then you go back. So tell me about your life with your husband, because you have two adult children. Your son is in Georgia. Mm -hmm. So this was supposed to be like maybe chill time for you and the hubby? Yes. I. So I before this happened, I was sort of in a kind of a lull. Like I really thrived and enjoyed doing all my time raising my kids. Like it was very fulfilling for me. And then when they left, I thought, okay, this is me time. This is great. But it just wasn't like I still felt like I needed to be doing more. I couldn't just do the hangout, play this, you know, it just wasn't enough. And I, all the jobs that I wanted to get were sort of like a part-time this or that. And everyone was like, no, you can't leave when you want. You won't be able to go on family vacations and things like that. So I just still was like, "Mm," I kept trying to fill it with anything that I could do. So when she said this, it turned out i I love New York City and I was all in. I thought this was great, but it is, if you do it two weeks out of the month, Joe was like, yeah, I can handle a week in New York. So that means we're really only a part a week. And that means the dogs really only have to have a babysitter for a week, which works right. out okay. Right. So that's why it works out okay how it is right now. And it it is hard though, I will say, because it's like two weeks there, I get really into a groove and then come home and it takes me a couple of days to recover from just that going, going, going. And then I have to kind of try to reconnect with my friends here and get back to what I was doing. And just when I get there, it's time to go again. So it's trying, but I think I'll adjust to it. Do you think, how is your husband adjusting to it? I think he's doing pretty good. I I mean, it's, he, we just got an apartment and I think that will make it better because staying in a hotel room is, was hard. Like it's just, yeah, you can't relax or anything. So this last time, we got an apartment. We moved in. So I think he'll be more comfortable now. And so will I. So we can, you know, eat there and kind of chill and hang out and have a consistent place to sleep that's yeah. comfortable. No, yeah. that sounds like a great. So he's there with you for one week. You're mm-hmm. in the city for two weeks. Then you go back home to Oklahoma for two weeks. Yes. That's that's a lot. You know, um, I would be tired. And I know you have a lot of energy. I have a lot of energy also. But I, you know, I saw the the Instagram post of you laying on the sofa. And <laughs> I know that it, when I even go in for a day or a weekend to spend with my daughter there, I it, it's just the hustle and the bustle. I sound so old, right? When we're talking about hustle and the bustle. I know. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. You know, you it, know is. it is what it is. I'm fine with it. Um, it it's, it's just a lot of chaos and it's a lot of stimulation, right? Yes. 
So it's a constant, I mean, it's a constant go, go, go. And you get to your apartment, you're kind of like, I am missing out on everything. I got to go, 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 because <laughs> there's so much to do. And there's so many great restaurants and there's, it's just a lot. But right now I feel like, I think basically we've just been working so much and she's try, she's still getting in a groove, even though she's been there longer. So she's more relaxed with it. And I'm kind of at the part where she first started, where I'm just really grinding on everything. Um, but it is just such a vibrant city. It's hard to relax and it's. And I'm not connecting with my friends when I'm there. So it's pretty much just me in the city and what I'm doing with her. So I would that, think so. Yeah. yeah. I would think that you're kind of like in a bubble. So then you come back home and you're like, okay, I got to get into that groove. And I'm sure that you will figure it out. Yeah. But I think there are so many women, I'm just going to call it our age, that would that felt the same way you were feeling. That, you know, I'm in my late 50s. I think you said your husband's semi-retired. Am I just waiting for the kids, our adult children to come home and do something with them? Am I waiting for the next vacation? Like there's got to be something that, not that our children and our husbands don't stimulate us, but stimulate us more. I think a lot of women can relate to where you were and how beautiful is it that Alex created this opportunity, right? It's incredible. And I'm so happy for it. But also, I mean, I was thinking in my mind, like, okay, I'm almost 60 and I'm, I should have grandkids by now, but I don't. So I'm like, that's kind of your next phase. So if right. I had that, I probably would have been just perfectly fine. Um, but I, I also think about it like I'm not even 60 yet. I probably have 30 years left. Why was I thinking about retirement time? Like why I still have plenty of time to do a lot. And I have people who are think they'll go, oh, you better do everything you can now because when you get a few years down the line, you're not going to be able or have the energy to do all that. And I'm thinking... But why? I should have plenty of energy for the next 30 years to do plenty. I have time for retirement further down the line. <laughs> you you are so vibrant and alive and you have so much. I mean, you know, there's there's nothing stopping you right now. You're just going to keep going on and on. And when somebody decides to pop out a grandkid, that's maybe when you'll slow it down. I feel the same way. Like, you know, eventually I will become a grandmother, fingers crossed. I think you want them more than I do right now. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I think that is the next turn. But for right now, I think we're both on the same page, like bring it on. And yes. you're in such a young environment too at Barstool that that's <laughs> just going to keep you even younger, right? And working with your daughter. I hope so. I've, I have learned so much from working there. Besides the fact at Barstool, like before I went in, I thought this is going to be the most interesting group of people. Like I bet these guys are just, you know, full on guys. They are, when I got in there, they are so supportive and so polite. And you can tell everyone in there has just been, had a great upbringing. I mean, I really feel like they have. I, I, I love being in there and being around them. Do you feel like the mom there? I kind of do. And then sometimes when I watch them, I feel like they know so much more than I do about what we're doing that I feel like I'm older just trying to catch up. But I mean, I do kind of feel like the mom just from when they when they go to drop the F-bomb, a lot of times they'll go, oops, excuse me. <laughs> Things like right. that, I think, is is great. But I um, I learn a lot from all of them just because of what all they do. They all work very hard. Yeah, and I'm sure that you and Alex work really hard too. I mean, this is a job, and uh, I think it was your first or second episode where Alex said, "Okay, mom, tell everybody you work for Barstool," and that, and you were funny. You were, you said, "Yes, I receive a paycheck. I get paid <laughs> from them. Yes, I work for them." And uh, I just, I just think that you are um, a great inspiration for so many women who think that as we just spoke about, that it's too late to start something new and that they're thinking about retirement. They're thinking about slowing down. And you're here to say, no way. I'm going to keep going until I want to stop, right? Right. You know, and I, so I, I'm interested in photography and things. And I always piddled with it here and there. I wish I would have, you know, I could have. There's so many things that you could do. I'm just push through it. Just do it. Just put it out there. That's, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do without having your daughter get you a job that you could still do. Right, right. Like Tell take me, your hobby and push it a little bit. Or, uh, yeah, I saw a picture of you with um, the camera and I thought, oh, she must be into photography. So I think that's a great, that's a cool hobby. And I mean, certainly you can use it wherever. Well, your name is Content Kim. So 
I wanted to ask you, how did you come, how did you get that name, Content Kim? And when did you ever, before this job, were you ever creating content elsewhere on social media? No, I mean, just with, you know, just silly little things. Alex actually just took my phone one day and changed my name. So that's how I became Content Kim. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) So let's, I think somebody said something to her when she was videoing me on something and they were like, oh, that's your content. And she was like, oh, okay. It's, it's a great name. So (laughs) tell me what it's like, what it goes through your mind. I know, you know, I have, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, I'm, I'm really not on Facebook very often, but it is hard to create content and then to make it visually pleasing, make it, you know, pleasing to the ear, to the eye. How do you come up with your own content or do you create content with your daughter? It seems like that people like it more when, when Alex and I do it together as opposed to when we do it by ourselves. Um, and they, and it, and the comments, they really like it when I jab back at her, which is fine. But for some reason, it almost seems mean for a mom to jab back. I don't know why. Like I can kid back with her son, but it's just a little bit different than when she kids with or pokes at me, I guess. Um, and it, I, so I'm still learning how to do that. I mean, there's so many variations to it that i I'm really just now learning, I mean, how to, how to create a post with writing and things like that, like the font and this, and then there's our logo that has this font. That's all just like, and what's hard for me is sometimes when you're on one platform, it sort of crosses over. Now they're doing all these weird videos or funny videos on Instagram that you see on TikTok and they're in the reels. And it's like, what do you really, what, 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 what content goes to what site? Like they really have some formula behind it, but I don't know. That's just hard. I didn't even know what content was when I started working there because I, my husband knew, which cracked me up. I was like, content about what? Somebody needs to tell me this. And they're like, it's just content. So it, and, and that makes it even harder because it could really be anything. 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 So then you go, oh, I can do anything. Right. And then anything and I've heard you and Alex talk about that, that you thought, okay, we're going to start a podcast. We're here at Barstool. We're going to start a podcast. We have so many things to talk about. And then you go to sit down to create the dialogue or the thoughts or the ideas the same way I do for my show or posting or whatever it is. And then you say, oh, wait a minute. Do we really have that much to talk about? Like, (laughs) and the stuff that we're going to talk about, is it really even interesting? And I'm thinking, even as we're talking here, as people are listening, they are they cracking up that there are these two women talking about content? You know what I mean? It's just like because we're just not in that world, but we've been thrown into that world in our own way, right? So it's yeah, you think there's so much to so much content, but where do you start? That's right. But I will tell you this. So I love listening to your podcast because of the stuff that you talk about, the guests that you have on there are you, you're very targeted. And it's I mean, it's really information, one that I might be afraid to ask or I didn't even know to ask. I, so I love that about your podcast because it's very it's there's so much information and it. it's always very helpful and you can apply it to everything in my life, like in Thank the you. ages that we're in. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So we, we're going to a break in a few minutes, but. So Kim and I met last week, and I was so happy that we got to meet in person, IRL. So I just learned that. Do you know what IRL is? Wait, we went through this. <laughs> right, in real life. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> right, right. So I didn't know. And so I, I asked my daughter, okay, so if IRL is in real life, what's URL? And she yeah. said, they're unrelated, mom. They are. But like, why can't they be related? Did that confuse you? It did confuse me. And I remember thinking, I, so what is URL? I've forgotten now. Well, that's just the website, like WWW. Oh, yeah. okay. Right, yeah. right. It's something okay. we've known for a long, long time. But yes. it just, why do they have to do IRL and URL? It, it just, there should be some kind of relationship there. Why do they have to do a lot of those things? I'm kind of like, I, I don't even get it. Like, I, I, I saw in a text someone said, heard. Heard? Okay. <laughs> heard? What do you mean? Did you hear, do you get what I'm saying? I still don't know what it means, like heard. 
Hard. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I started saying something before when we got into the IRL. But so we met each other IRL in real life. I don't okay. know if that's a cool thing to say, but I'm just saying it anyway, because <laughs> it's my show. Um, and remember, the girl next to me next to okay. us was wanted to know the names of our shows because uh-huh. she was eavesdropping. Um, she was lovely. Um, and I just thought that was cute because I think between, um, you know, she's she's watching these two women talk. We've got so much to say about what's going on in our lives that a younger person was like, hey, you guys seem really cool. What show are you on and what do you talk about? And, you know, that's the wonderful thing about living in New York is that people are just going to ask. But, yeah, we there is so much content, but I just don't think we sometimes realize it because it's so overwhelming. No, I think that's right. And and I think um, everyone that's a daughter and a mother they can pretty much relate to that and get information from it. Like you just kind of, or, or get something that's thought provoking or, Oh, I do it this way. Or, Oh, I do it that way. Or that's a good thing to do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. We are going to take a break. We are going to be back in a few minutes with a content cam. See you in a few <laughs> minutes. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well-being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic, following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life. This is not a diet, but a change in lifestyle. The plan is simple and easy for you to follow. In the 21-day plan, you will receive meal ideas, snack ideas, a grocery list, and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress. The key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code podcast to get 25% off. You have the power to be stronger, live fearlessly, and enjoy the benefits of a great life. Listen for Fearlessly Authentic with host Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody has proven at an age when many start to slow down that she is just getting started. With two grown daughters, a successful business that she started at 50, a finalist in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, and a two-time world bikini champion, she's ready to take you to the next level in your life. Fearlessly Authentic airs Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Welcome back, everybody, to Fearlessly Authentic. I am here with Barstool Sports' Kim Hodges, and you may know her as Content Kim. Kim, welcome back after the break. Thank you. We were talking, well, let's go back, talking about because I said so. One of the things I also heard you say was, I don't, I've never said that, Alex, to your daughter. And she said, yeah, you did, mom. No, that happens a lot. And I, <laughs> and I really don't think I said that. And then she'll be pretty confident that I did say that. I think we have that, we have that conversation a lot, but 
I have realized now that we're getting a lot of it in writing so or videoed that sometimes, so for instance, today she was like, they were making fun of me, but by the way that I answered something yesterday. And I whip, she said, that's not what the question was. So then I rewound it and I listened to her question. And I'm like, no, I think in your head, you asked me this question and you thought I was going to answer it this way, but this was the answer. So no, I think that we miss, and, and a lot of times she gets mad at me because she said, I told you that. And I'm like, the way that you said that didn't come off that way. Because a lot of times I don't know everything that she's saying, like when it comes to videoing or, or recording something. So yeah, that's just, but I think that's a mother-daughter thing that goes on a lot. I, I do. And so what is the feedback you've been getting from your listeners? Are they relating to the content? Do they love it? What do they want to hear more of? They re- Okay. A lot of people said they like to hear us kind of banter back and forth or get, get in arguments. That's not my favorite thing because I don't like to listen to people argue at all. And um and it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like that's really your relationship. So why put on that air, right? I mean, well, we when we argue, it's more like we're just telling each other what the, the other person's doing. So it's not, yeah. But but if we kind of get really in a heated argument about something, I really don't want to do it on the on the mic. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't. But um, sometimes she tries to provoke me and gets me a little riled. I've noticed I've yeah. noticed that she tries to get you riled up because she's she's just like trying to pull information from you. And I, I love how um how strong you are. And I think you give her back the right amount of banter. I and I think it takes a very we know you're very confident. We it takes a very confident woman to get on air with her daughter or anywhere. And start a banter and hold your own. And I really love how you hold your own and and get your point across and say, you know what, Alex, I love you to death. You are the, the center of my universe, but I, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes, that's right. I'll tell you, at first, I was afraid that I would politically be politically incorrect. Um, and I did get in trouble for a few things, but we kind of got past that. That took a while. Not even meaning to, just generational things. Right. And so, right. We, and then we tried to discuss some of those, but you'd kind of, they're almost stay away from that a little bit, but it's, I mean, the generations like between my mom and me, I'm sort of appalled at some of the things they say, and I'm, right. and Alex is a little appalled at some of the things that I say, but um, talking about it out loud sometimes helps a little bit. Exactly. And so how do you protect your privacy um, I think that you both do a great job of sharing a lot about yourselves, but where do you draw the line where you, where you say to yourself or you've discussed with your daughter, we're not going to take it any farther than this. So the last episode I think you recorded last week was about relationships and keeping it steamy between you and your husband. And she was sort of doing a Q&A with you as the uh, married, the old married couple, yeah. let's just yeah. say, okay. Um, and, you know, where where do you not answer the questions anymore? Well, like on that instance, I was in the room with three very young girls. So, I mean, the, the, the two girls that work with us are a lot younger than Alex. And I, they were just, you could tell they were dying. They were just snickering away. And then when Alex is like, ooh, gross, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> it's just not okay. And I mean, that would be a conversation you and I could have. And I'd feel perfectly fine, probably, to a certain mm. extent, because I know a lot... But on there, a lot of guys listen. I mean, it's like 40% guys that listen. So they don't want to hear that. Right. And I think that, again, you need to draw the line as to what you'll talk about, what you feel is comfortable. And, you know, I know you guys are still getting into the groove. Uh, I thoroughly love listening to your podcast. Everybody listen to this podcast because I said so on Barstool Sports. Um, one of the questions that I just heard that I... I don't know if you knew the answer to this. So you were talking about somebody said to you on social, uh, what's your mom's body count? Oh, yeah. I did not know what that meant. Do I you know what that means? That, no, I had no idea. I just yeah. learned it from listening to your show. Yeah. Oh, my God. So what? So that's how many people you slept with? Yes. And, I'm, and I just am shocked that anybody even, even asked that question. Well, because you're gorgeous. Well, no, but like, why would anyone ask anyone else that question? What's your body count? Because 
it's a different, we're in different times. People don't understand. And as your daughter said, when you're on social media, you're sort of putting yourself out there to be um, crucified um, and and just criticized by anybody. Yeah. And, you know, I put a video out on TikTok and it, last May or June, and it ended up getting 5.2 million views. Oh, Wow. And it was a video of the different shoes that I wore in different generations. So when I was a mom, when I, you know, got divorced, when I got remarried and I have very muscular legs and a lot of the comments were about how muscular my legs were and, you know, asking if I was a man because my legs. Yes. So I thought it was funny if I wasn't confident in who I was. So if I was some somebody younger who didn't have the self-confidence, that it could really break you down. So um, I I just think that people feel that they can say anything in the world to us when we're in a public forum, right? Yes. I do think it's fun when people that are on their comment take up for you. You know, they're like kind of like, well, you need that was, you know, that was hateful. You need to get off here or something. I and I think they never respond back. They never say anything, but it, it upsets other people too. And I think just don't call any light to them, but yeah, they, they sent, they seem to be able to pick on the things that you're just like, what? (laughs) I totally agree. So what is your favorite platform? Do you like Instagram more or TikTok or so where are you in the liking and feel most comfortable? I, I'm the most comfortable on Instagram just because that was the one thing I was doing before. Like I'd right. kind of gotten off Facebook just because I, I'm not sure why, but I just kind of liked the quickness of Instagram. It was just easy and fast and, and I could follow all my nieces and nephews and their kids easily on there and see what was going on. And that's, the, I mean, that's probably the main reason I was on there was just to keep up with everybody. So that's, so you like, You're super energetic. So you like that, that energy, that fast, fast pace versus I I agree with you. Facebook to me seems like it's for, I don't either moms with little kids or I don't know. I don't know. Communicating. No, it's just more communicating. I think like there's just more, uh, it's like a, there's a formative post I feel like or something. And I didn't, I don't have any, I didn't have anything to say on there really. Right. So I, and then on TikTok, I wasn't really doing TikTok. I mean, I originally didn't have it on there because I thought they would like track, you You know, like when that first came out, they had on Good Morning America, like do not download, don't let your kids download TikTok when it very first came out. So I was sort of like, it's a bad thing. (laughs) You know what? It's really, really fun. I've gotten very comfortable on it. So I would encourage you to just throw something on there that a reels or something. Here I am trying to suggest, like, who am I? Um, (laughs) So but it's it's really fun and you can pick different music. I don't know. I'm really liking it lately. That's just my thing. And I can help you with it. Not that I'm a pro at all. No, I do need to figure it out more. I do think it's fun to watch them sometimes because I laugh. So I like the funny ones, but I some of my I just don't even get what they're about, though. I'm kind of like, what's the point of that? <laughs> what What has been your biggest challenge since you've been working at Barstool? Doing all of it, I think, like. It like everything takes me a really long time to do, even if it's just a little post on Instagram. Like before, I didn't have to think about it that much because I could just say, oh, I, it would be, you know, something that I loved and I just put it out there and it didn't matter. But now I have to think about it. I have to think about what the swipes and the words. And I, I was never very clever about putting little quick words to it anyway, like the description. So but now I have to think about it more. And so one little post can take me a day and a half. And I hate that because it's draining. It won't take you that. Yeah, it won't take you that long. You know what I started doing? Again, not giving you any advice. um, (laughs) That I used quotes that that resonated with me um, about the photo or the video, and that helped me. That helped to prompt me a little bit about why why I picked that that quote and and then I usually elaborated from there. So just to that's good. Right. No, that's that's a really good idea. Yeah. So I just go to Pinterest, find something that really like you know I, I talk about strong women being fearless and being fierce and being fit and so on and so forth. So I would just go, you know go into the search bar and search for things like that, and then that that helped me because I had the same thing because what I was I would be like well, okay what am I going to say about this? And then you you just stay on it so long and you get so in your head. Uh, yeah. You can't get out there right and no. just. 
does your daughter say, mom, come on, you got to, you got to move this. Does she give you these tasks? Yeah. No, to she's do? like, mom, you're overthinking it. Just stop. And she, she can take my phone and go, oh, say this. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. In like two seconds, she can say that. So that, and I love that, I, she, but that's how she thinks. So she, she's got a quicker, more witty sense of humor. I do overthink everything. That's my resolution. I am not overthinking things this year. So <laughs> I'm going to try really hard. That's a great, and that's really hard because I think that when we overthink things that we are facing our fears and that's us saying, well, if I put this out, if I put out my gut feeling, it may offend somebody or somebody may not resonate with it, or it may not do well, or it may not getting any engagement, or it may not get any likes. And then Alex may not like it. And then she's going to give me a hard time. You go. So the, the bottom line is that you're, you fear you're, and that's what kept me back for so long. Yeah, that's why I probably, can understand that. It probably that. is a fear. I, ha- I, mean, I hadn't really thought about it that way, but it probably is. Otherwise, I wouldn't care. And then I would just put it out there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And speaking of fear, you know, I talk a lot about fear that a lot of women, not just our age, but younger, 20s, 30s, 40s, begin to fear the aging process. You know, mm-hmm. they're in their 20s, they're 25, and they're like, I got this. I got this. Then they turn 28, 29. You remember that? Wait a minute. Now I had a daughter at 28. So when I was 28, you were, how old were you when you had your children? Um, I was, I was 28 when I had Michael and 30 when I had Alex. Yeah. Okay. So I was 28 and 32 when I had my children. So we're the same age. So, you know, you get there and you're really not focusing and this might be different for you, but you're not really focusing on yourself, right? You're only focusing on the well-being of your children, having a beautiful household, you know, spending time with your husband, being a family. Mm -hmm. And, but then you wake up one day and you're 35 and you say, wait a minute. So do you have any fears about aging? Um, Mostly my fears about my fears about aging are just having body ache, like not like physically really like something that I can't control or fix or make better. That that that's my biggest fear about aging or losing my mind. Those kind of things. Yeah. Are my biggest fear. But for the vanity part of it, like, you know, you go, oh, wow, I've gotten out of shape all of a sudden. Just like in the five months I've been doing this with Alex traveling back and forth, I've kind of let go of my my eating regime hasn't been as healthy and my workout has kind of slacked because it's been too hard going back and forth. And it doesn't take much. Like you can lose your muscle really fast when you get older. If you don't yeah. use it, you lose yeah, it. You lose it fast. Like, okay, two weeks I've lost it. Then I have to really work hard to get back. And so just with that happening now, I think that's a lot. So knowing you still, as hard as it's going to be, you just have to keep fighting that part. Like if I can say strong, I can, I can do more. I feel that way. And then about my face, I think, well, I had a facelift scheduled before Alex did all this. Then I had to cancel it. You so don't and then, need one. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, maybe I don't. I mean, you, you, I kind of go, I was just sort of getting in that obsessive thing about it. And it, there is a difference when you're in New York City as opposed to when you're in Oklahoma City as opposed to when you're in L.A. The way that people think. And I'll say that being in New York City has been really fun because it's almost like everyone on the street is just all in it together. Everyone is got everyone's back kind of thing. I go, people dropped off stuff at Alex's apartment. I'm like, they know where you live. And she's like, yeah, but it's like everyone is just, it's almost like they're really kind. And I don't remember that about New York before, right? like when I was young. And maybe times have changed and maybe I, I just wasn't in it long enough to know. And maybe the pandemic has softened people. Maybe, you know, maybe yeah. their hearts, maybe their hearts are a little bit bigger. Um, so in- in the hustle and the bustle back and forth and not being able to stay on your fitness routine and eating the healthy foods that you normally do. So now in the new year, have you decided, okay, I'm going to create this structure for myself because I know that I need to keep feeling strong in my body because it makes me feel strong in my mind because we're, they're so connected. Yes, no, for sure. I feel like I've, I've said, I've got to figure it out pretty quick. When I get to New York, it's like, I've got to find a place. So I've really been trying hard to figure out someplace close by that I can do Pilates or yoga or whatever. I'll, I'll ask my daughter, but I'm sure that everybody you work with can tell you, you know, where you well, can Well, again, again, they're a lot younger, so they're kind of doing different things. Right. Than, right. than kind of the path that I want to go on. So, and um, there's so many 
things to do there. It's overwhelming. I mean, like options. So you got to find what's right, which I is know. a good, that's a good problem to have. So I'm not, I'm not sad about that, but it's just kind of trying to find that. I was doing that Peloton app at home all through the pandemic, which was great. Me too. And the, yeah. So, and, and I still have been doing that as I travel, but it's just not quite enough. I don't think for right now. Tell me about the cocktails. Okay, so we've been doing a cocktail. So as we're talking week. about fitness and health, let's yeah. get in, let's get into the alcohol because your yeah. drinks look so beautiful, and you strike me as a very creative person. I know we were talking about content and so on, but you just strike me as the way you carry yourself, the way you look, and the drinks that you make are just beautiful. You know, I'm a tequila girl, so I just put my reposado, my Casamigos reposado, throw some ice, and you know, a little bit of. Uh, club soda and I'm, I'm good to go, but yours yeah. look pretty. Tell me about them. Well, I've just been, Alex wanted to, to start that because I think we'd made a Christmas drink or something. And so, and I do like to make drinks, but I'm with you. I, I'm pretty happy with just my <laughs> water. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but we were doing it through the holidays and that's when you really want to fun and pretty. And so we just kind of did Christmas margaritas and then we did a mistletoe martini and kind of spiced them up a little bit, made them look pretty with some rosemary, and and it that and and I think that's fun because it's hard to come up with drinks a lot that are easy and fun when you're just kind of by yourself. So when you watch someone make it, you go, "Oh, I'll do that," and that's fun. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So what's to come on? Because I said so. What are the topics that you are pursuing to bring and teach us? Because one of the things I heard Alex say, and she says this a lot, and I love this about it, is that you know it's. It's about you bringing information to people to um, enlighten them, to educate them, sort of like what I'm doing here too, but as a mother and daughter. And by the way, I, if I haven't said it already, I love the show and I do love the banter between the two of you. I think you do it beautifully. I think you do it And I think you set a great example for um, a mother and daughter relationship. So bravo. Thank you. That's very nice to hear. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, she did mention that she kind of she wanted to maybe do a couple of trips because a lot of mom daughters travel and that's a whole new dynamic, you know, how, when you're traveling a little bit, how that can go. Um, and then she's going to bring her her husband on for one of the shows while I'm in Oklahoma City, which will be good. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. So uh, and then just we're still just kind of learning and growing. And we'll, she asks, you know, people that are watching what they want to hear and. So we're still just kind of trying to figure it out. Now, are your friends telling you, hey, Kim, I love the show. I, why don't you say this? Or why don't you talk about this? Are they giving you ideas for the show? Because I know that when I started my own business and started this radio show, that everybody everybody has something to tell me. And then you've got to like listen and then pull out the things that that you want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, no, they haven't. They haven't as much as I thought they would. Um, they'll they'll kind of talk about what we talked about in the past. They'll go, Oh, that was funny that you said that though. And then we'll talk about that. Uh, I did, Alex did bring up a sleepover. So I kind of put that out to all my bridge girlfriends. We don't play bridge, but we, <laughs> we did at the beginning. So for 25 years, we haven't been playing bridge, but so they all kind of commented on, you know, what the perfect girl sleepover would be. Yeah. So and I love like the advice. That. I love the advice you were giving about relationships. Um, when women are talking about their husbands that I thought that was great advice, you know? Um, so I, I do think that I'm, I definitely got a lot of tips from it. So I think both younger and older generations and somewhere in between can be learning things. I was laughing out loud though, when I was listening to the two of you talk about, and I, I know so many people who are listening could could relate to this is the punctuation in the text (sighs) messages. So my daughters give me such a hard time because I, my eyes get tired. You know, I need reading glasses now to look at my phone, even though I read your bio and didn't reach for my glasses. I don't know how I read that. Don't ask me how I read that. (laughs) So, um, but so what I do is I talk into my phone and I really try to pronounce enunciate every single word, but sometimes, and my youngest one, Lexi will say, mom, can you not do that? Cause I have no idea what you're talking about. And the two of them will just laugh. And as we have no idea what you just said. And I, I think Alex said the same thing about you. And I, I, you know, it's hard to be texting on there all the time. No, it is hard and they can answer so quick and I'll try to type it out. And I'm not kidding. I even took a picture of this the last time. I swear sometimes that autocorrect won't change it till I hit send. <laughs> 
I like agree. It, yeah. And he, so I took a picture and I sent it to him and they only one of them commented on it. But no, it's very frustrating because I'm like, wait a minute. Are, I know you're smart. So you can interpret what I was trying to say. Exactly. And yeah. but they, they have to be so exact. And I again, I don't know if it's a generational thing. I don't know if it's a daughter thing. That might be a really good question for you guys to ask. Um, but I don't, it's the punctuation. I put periods at the end of my sentences also. Well, and I then, put periods in the middle of mine, and that's a problem. <laughs> I don't know why. I think my thigh just hit certain things. So no, she did make fun of me because I put a period. Yeah. And she was like, that's what what was that boring or is that not interesting? Why didn't you put an exclamation point? Right, right. So what kind of dreams do you have for your daughter? Where do you see her? Like when you when you think about Alex and where she should be at a certain time in her life as her mom, where do you see her? Um you mean as opposed to like it going forward in her life? Yeah, yeah. Like as a mom, your dream for your daughter. Oh, well, my dream for my daughter mostly is to be be happy, first of all, and to have a healthy marriage a successful marriage. And then for any of her dreams, I hope that she is always able to pursue them with a lot of support. If it's having kids or having a career or both, whatever it is that she wants to do, I just want her to be happy doing it. And you have Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's so obvious that how important your family is to you. Um, You know, my, my children are everything to me. They come they, they come first with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that love that you have for your daughter, and I'm sure for your son as well, um, it's so large, and but it comes through in the show. So I appreciate that. And, you know, congratulations on, on being on Barstool Sports and um, working with your daughter. And I just have one last question for you. Okay. What does living a fearlessly authentic life mean to you? Um, I think it means to me not being not being afraid and putting myself out there, but mostly staying true to my values and who I am, like not changing myself for anything that I might want to do. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. There it's, you know, and I and I, I hear that in the way you speak and the way you carry yourself. And um, Alex is very lucky to have you as her mom. And so much success and congratulations again. Where can Thank people you. reach? Where can people reach you if they want to listen to the show? So um, the Barstool Sports, because I said so, is on YouTube and it's on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you listen to a podcast, we drop a new show every Thursday morning, um, and that's it. Well, I am just thrilled that you had the time to be on the show, and um, I hope to stay in touch with you, and thank you so much for everything. And for everybody listening today, thank you so much for tuning in, and go live a fearlessly authentic life. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you. 